Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Cobb's Corner. This is your host, Braden Cobb, and you're listening to The Business Show. We bring you insights and interviews from innovative minds in the business world and all levels of expertise. This is Season 2, Episode 2, The World of Sports. Today I have on me is Donovan. Hey, Braden, how you doing? Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. Yeah, so me and Donovan, we went to high school together, and we kind of merged from friend groups. We always We didn't know each other always, and we kind of had mutual friends, and started hanging out and getting to know each other. So I'm excited to have them on. So let's start off. Give me a little bit of introduction about yourself. Yeah. So like Bray said, uh, we've probably been friends since always knew of each other, but I don't think we started hanging out until 10th grade, 11th grade. Um, but yeah, so great above me. And then right now I'm at CSUN, uh, Cal State Northridge, uh, playing volleyball there. I'm on the volleyball team and majoring in real estate. Awesome. Great to hear. So yeah, we'll... We'll dive a little bit more into the real estate and your volleyball career as we move along here. But is was sports something that you're always interested in at a young age? Uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like everyone always was, and I played a bunch of different sports growing up. Um, but not just sports. I was also interested in going to the military for the longest time. Uh, I always had that in like the back of my head. I had a lot of cousins who were in the military. Um. But yeah, that definitely, I mean, I grew up playing with G.I. Joe guys and that kind of sparked it. Yeah. So what, um, what made you fall out of that? Did you just want to pick up the sports side or was it something that kind of triggered you not wanting to go anymore? Uh, just wanted to stick to sports and I kind of just, my interest as I got into high school started to change. Um, so yeah, that was, that was probably it. I mean, that's, that's a huge change. I mean, you have sports yeah. on one side, you have military on the other. That's two completely different things. That, yeah. I mean, both are very exhilarating physically. Yeah. And I mean, the adrenaline there, you, they're both hand in hand, but that's two very different things. So throwing it back to high school a little bit, is there anything in high school that like you thought you regret or do you think you're pretty satisfied with how you handled the situation? Honestly, I, I loved my high school experience. I had a bunch of great friends. Uh, I played volleyball. I lettered in volleyball four years, won a Valley Championship, uh, did well in school. And um, yeah, honestly, besides I, if I could have changed my senior year and not having COVID, that would have been awesome. But it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So touching on that. So we went to Buchanan High School, for those of you who don't know. And Buchanan is known for their sports. I mean, the Central Valley in general is known for their sports and the high level they play at. So how was how was that experience in high school? Do you think um, do you think that sets you up for success? And is that something that made you enjoy your sport more? Because I know they hold I mean, we hold our athletes to a really high standard and all the coaches do around the valley. Yeah, honestly, I I think that did set me up because I mean, coming in ninth grade, you know, in CUSD. We have PE is mandatory four years. I came to college and I tell my friends that in college who are from Southern California, Colorado, all over the place. And they're like, four years mandatory? They, they couldn't believe themselves when I told them that. And I think wow. honestly, me coming in with that gave me, gave me a little bit of an edge because, you know, they, they instilled that work ethic in you, especially physically at such a young age in high school that I just, I think I had an edge on the competition as soon as I got in. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know that. So yes, yeah, so there must be, I guess there is other schools who didn't require that. And I know at least for us, I want to say 
in seventh and eighth grade, they had the option of doing like strength and conditioning as a class mm-hmm. also. And I mean, I'm sure if they weren't uh, mandatory like PE, they definitely weren't offered that class. I mean, in middle school, yeah. like that's kind of unheard of. I mean, exactly. had, it's crazy. So, um, so what do you think you did differently in high school to set yourself up for success? Um, honestly, just staying on top of all my schoolwork and staying on like a workout routine set me up. I also had my parents, uh, my dad was pretty strict on me in high school. Um, awesome. I love the guy, but he was strict on me and he'll say it to this day, but that really helped me in becoming disciplined, especially coming and living on my own in LA because I mean, I I could have been a loose cannon. Who knows if he wasn't hard on me growing up? Yeah, I think um, I think when all we're at a younger age, I mean, not everyone truly understands what um, what our parents want for us. And we don't really get it until we get older. But um, we'll get into that later as we talk about more um, more about our mentors. But do you think um, Buchanan prepared you for the next level? Athletically, yes, Um, I think for sure athletically because I was already working out three four five times a week in high school and that just produced my stamina and everything like that um academically kind of I was always disciplined with academics but the workload at Buchanan and I know you can attest to this was not that heavy and um so coming into college I obviously it was a heavier load um with schoolwork so that was a bit of a change yeah for sure I mean and then also you go home and you have parents cooking you up meals and I mean half of your half of the stuff you're doing day to day is I mean being taken care of or helped out by your parents here in high school and then when you come to college I mean your day just gets so much busier so let's jump into college a little bit how has your college experience been so far oh it's really fun I mean I came in my first semester and I honestly hated it I was pretty homesick um and I wasn't really enjoying volleyball anymore and then towards the end of my first semester something just changed I met a lot of guys um, uh, like all the guys on the team and a bunch of dudes in my class and just everyone that I was meeting, I was having a really fun time making connections. Yeah, that's awesome. That's good to hear. I mean, there's a lot of people who get that homesick right away and it's hard. I mean, for me, it was a little bit different. I was bouncing back and forth between community colleges and I never really had that sudden snap of a finger change. And then also for your guys' grade, it was a huge jump because you guys were like in the thick of COVID and you guys went from being home. I mean, with your families every single day to, I mean, snap of a finger, you're in college, you're on your own, you're doing your own thing. So, I mean, just that alone is a huge change. So how, um, how do you balance the season? I mean, you guys have traveling to do, you have school to get done. How do you keep balancing your life? Um, honestly, I just set myself up on a schedule and, just kind of do the same thing every single day. And I know my classes now. I mean, obviously at the beginning of the semester, it takes a little bit to get in the rhythm of everything. But once about a couple of weeks it's in, um, just that discipline mentality, uh, I just am able to get everything done on a reasonable time. Yeah, scheduling scheduling's huge. It's also sometimes so hard to stick to, especially at the beginning. But I feel like once you get in that initial routine, it's something that really sticks with you. Like we say that to some of our buddies who may not be in the best schedule and that they can't get out of their quote unquote current ways. But um, it's hard. Like it's it's honestly hard to get on a schedule and stay disciplined, especially when like you're not working or 
you don't have school, but like also like that keeps us like on track because that's something we have to do. Like, I mean, we're not, we don't have to do it, but it's something we're passionate about. So something you're going to make time for. And then that leaves you, you gotta, you gotta carve out time for school. Yeah. And I mean, you got volleyball every day, you're doing all sorts of different things. And then boom, you have school, you got to make time for it. Or before you know it, it's going to be 12 o'clock at night. So um, what does your day-to-day -day routine entail? Um, I wake up every morning. Oh, this is for Monday through uh, Friday. Wake up, 8.45. I go to the training room uh, and I, do, I get treatment. Um, I roll out, I stretch, uh, get my knee, knees warmed up. Uh, and then after practice, uh, we go to weights with the team. After weights, I go, I go to the dining hall on campus and I eat as much food as hum humanly possible. And then I go to class and then I get home, I go to bed and I repeat that every single day. Awesome. So how's, um, how's your guys' dining hall over there? I know my brother out at USC, he's not a fan of their dining hall. How's your guys's? Honestly, I'm not a picky eater at all and I like to eat a lot of food. So I have no problem with it. There's all the essentials, you know protein we got starches we got veggies carbs everything so i'm able to get what i need um but i know for people that are looking for a better taste it is not the best <laughs> yeah so let's dive into that a little more so how do your um how do your meal plans work do you guys have um someone who keeps track of all your guys' meals sets them up keeps you guys on a meal plan or how does that work um from a sports standpoint um honestly i'm pretty loose on that i uh not when it comes to, like the food i eat but like i don't really track everything but we have a nutritionist at school that just for the student athletes and we're able to walk in there and get food anytime we want um, eight to five during the weekdays. And then wow. I have a meal plan at the dining hall. So I get like 200 swipes a semester um, and I'm able to just go and eat as much as I want. And it's buffet style. So, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So is it uh, is it pretty close to you? Or do you got to walk to the dining hall or how easy is it to get there? Uh, I live off campus about half a mile from school, but I have a scooter, electric scooter that goes about 22 miles an hour. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. So I'm whipping there pretty quickly. It's a five minute ride. Oh, that's solid. Yeah, it's easy. It's easy back and forth. So uh, being so busy, how do you how do you continue to keep yourself motivated through the days? Um, I honestly. I take everything back to like being competitive and um, I'm a huge competitor. So I want to win more than anything. Um, school always has came easy to me. So I'm not really worried too much about that, but our season this year, we had, we had quite the tear in the beginning of the season. We're on an eight game win streak. And then now we're on an eight game losing streak and it really sucks, but that just motivates me even more because I'm like, I want to win so badly. I'll do anything it takes. So it inclines me more to work out, you know, even though it is during season, I just got to push my body through it. And that, that motivates me for sure. Yeah, that's a huge swing. We'll talk about, um, we'll talk about that here in a second. And before we get into that, so, I mean, being so busy, balance is huge. Just, I mean, mentally keeping balance in your life. So what hobbies have you picked up on? Actually, within the last couple of weeks, I picked up chess. I love chess. I think it's really therapeutic and it's fun to play. And like each game I'm learning, I'm learning something new and like I'm making mistakes, but each time I make that mistake, I'm like, oh, there's no way I make that next game. And I play with my buddies and stuff and that's really fun. And I also, um, I have a ukulele, so I play that every once in a while just to, yeah, it's very common. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I've, 
So I actually bought a ukulele or I didn't buy it. I got it for Christmas like probably four years ago and I just whipped it out probably yeah. like, oh gosh, probably like a year ago, right before I left Arizona. Dude, I wish I could play an instrument. That's like the one like side hobby. Like I need to just dial down, watch some YouTube videos and learn how to, whether it's just like a little tune exactly. or something. I feel like it's so satisfying. Yeah. But um, so chess. Wow. So do you play um, like, is it online with your buddies or do you guys go somewhere like have a board and everything? Yeah. So, I mean, you've probably heard of it. Chess.com. It's like the biggest chess app on, mm-hmm. on the phones. Um, but yeah, you just kind of send an invite via text and you just play and get after it. And you can set like time limits. You can do like 10 minute games, 60 minute games, unlimited amounts of time. But I mean, I'm not that good at it. Obviously I've picked it up in the last like week, two weeks, but I just want to keep playing all the time. I got that bug. Remember like how we got that golf bug junior year, oh, senior yeah. year? Yeah, bro. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, chess is, chess is nothing that I've, uh, I've ever gotten into, but I started playing, I mean, checkers is way easier than chess, <laughs> but uh, I mean, chess, I wish, I wish I could play that. So let's dive into, uh, let's dive into sports. So you said you guys had a huge winning streak backed by a huge losing streak. So how uh, how does that affect the team? What is um, what is kind of the emotions around there, and how do you guys stay positive and just know that you guys are capable of going on that win streak because it already happened? Um, honestly, we just know like it's a process. Like it's not going to get changed overnight. Um, and we're a fairly young team. We have of our starters, ninety percent of them are going to return next year. Ninety five percent. So uh, that's that's always very very um, helpful because it's all about just the chemistry between the guys on the court and how well can you play with them and just knowing the emotions of the guy next to you and how to lift them up or tell them something that they can use to just be a a factor in their game. And that's honestly the biggest thing is just realizing who you have on the court. Yeah, volleyball. I mean, volleyball from a fan standpoint is so fun to watch too. But like like any sport, I mean, there's so much more mentally that goes on behind the scenes that like people in the stands don't see. They see the athletic side of it, but like the mental side of it is so crazy. And like nobody sees like what happens in the locker room. Like you guys win, lose a game and you go back and the fans go home and nobody thinks about it. But um, yeah, that chemistry is huge. So 90 percent of people coming back to return next year. That's a uh, that's big. So you guys you guys must only have a very small couple upperclassmen and have those guys been pretty good leaders for you? Uh, yeah. Awesome leaders. One of them is my best friend. I, I lived with him last year. Um, name's Luke and, but yeah, we're really excited for, for next year. Cause we have uh, bringing in this middle from Israel and he is, he's the real deal. And then we have a freshman right now who's redshirting that next year. I guarantee in the next year and a half, two years, he's going to be one of the best players in NCAA men's volleyball. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's that's exciting stuff. Today yeah. you got a little secret weapon coming up. Yeah. So that yeah, that's awesome. So what um what are you guys currently doing? I know you guys are in season right now. What um what kind of part in the season are you guys in? What do you guys have coming up? Yeah, so actually right now I'm in the hotel in Irvine. We have the Big West tournament quarterfinal tomorrow against UC Irvine. And um yeah, we finished uh season. We finished last in the conference. Very competitive. The Big West um, Conference is the best conference in the country. Uh, we have, of the six teams in it, we have the number one team in the country, the number four team in the country, and the number five team in the country. Wow. So it's very tough, but 
it's all about the tournament. Conference doesn't matter. It's all about the Big West tournament. So we got a game tomorrow night, 7.30, and we are stoked. Wow. Okay. So is Irvine, are they the, um, are they the number one seed then? Uh, so the first two teams get a bye. They're the third seed. So we're third and six, we're six seed. So it's, uh, but, and it's in Irvine though, which is, okay. I, see. I mean, it sucks, but they get home court advantage, but I'm stoked for tomorrow night. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's interesting. So no matter what place you finish in, you're um you still have a ticket in and it really does all come down to the tournament and is this tournament like uh is this like the big tournament of the year like this is the final tournament like the end the end goal um so if we so there's league has their own or each conference has their own tournament and if you win the conference you get a ticket into the NCAA tournament um so unless you're like unless you lose conference but you had a really good record all year and we're like top four team in the country you might get an at-large bid but for the most part it's about winning your conference championship that's crazy so is california in general just a, a powerhouse volleyball like state yeah um yeah i mean we have long beach number four uh uc irvine number five um let's see here we were we were 10th uh at a point or 12th 12th we were 12th at a point and then but hawaii they're number one in the country. Um, wow. Yeah. UCLA is number two. Like, it's just the West Coast is the powerhouse for volleyball. Yeah, so that sounds like a bunch of competition. So, I mean, with with volleyball, the sport that kind of goes with that is beach volleyball. Is that something you've ever got into? Um, I got into it when I was, like, a little younger, like, the beginning of my high school um, and the end of my, like, end of middle school. But I never – got into it competitively like i'll play with my boys like we'll go to the south bay and we'll play every once in a while but i would love to look into it for after college and maybe i don't know if you've heard of the avp tour um but i would i would love to get into it. it's like the the epitome of beach volleyball in america that's awesome yeah yeah it looks fun i mean the like the scene around it just looks awesome but um okay yeah so how um how did you choose where you ended up what um what was the process to getting where you were yeah um I was super unrecruited um under recruited I should say because I played in Central Cal um I played for a team Central Cal Volleyball Club and we it just never got to the point where I was able to go up against the best of the best and get looks at by the coach the coaches so i um i took my talents to the bay area i don't know if you remember that in high school i would travel to the bay area every single weekend um and i played for roger worsley who is a very well-known coach in america and um i still wasn't getting a lot of looks i was pretty like pretty upset and then kyle merchant he went to buchanan uh he graduated in 2018 he played there for a year and told the coach about me. I got in contact with the coach and the rest is history and I ended up getting a getting a spot on the roster. That's awesome. Well that uh that goes to show what connections can uh what connections can bring you. So um yeah, that's that's great to hear and I mean I'm glad that you're enjoying it all too. So before every game, I mean someone's got to someone's got to have some sort of routine. What uh what do you get into before the game? Um 
I do a an energy drink before every game, and it mixes up. I honestly just go to the nearest convenience store and try to find the cheapest one. Um, but most of the time, I like to stay with the bangs or the or just like a Red Bull. Um, and then I go to the athletic training room and I roll out. I stretch and roll out and do all my stuff for my knees, my hip flexors, my back. And then I kind of just, oh, and then we play short court. So it's this game, volleyball. Uh, you play from the 10 foot line to the other 10 foot line. And it's just shots. It's all shots. And it gets us, like the entire team plays it before every game. So it's awesome. That's a fun way to warm up. Yeah. What's uh what's that game that uh it has like the four different nets, like the four corners and uh do you know what I'm talking oh, about? It's like a net. yellow net. Cross net cross net. Have you yeah. ever played that? Yeah, I was playing it last night with my boys on the um on the football field. Uh yeah, it's super fun. Super easy setup. And yeah, if you have four dudes you can get after it with. It's awesome. That's funny. It's like the it's like the spike ball of volleyball. Yeah. That's awesome. So, um, I mean, with being busy through the whole season, you got to have some sort of downtime or at least some time to take off. I mean, I know there's in sports, there really is just no straight period. I mean, you're always doing something, but what does your off season look like? Um, I mean, so obviously we have the summer, we have nothing during the summer. Um, but then once we get back into school in the fall, we still practice five days a week. We lift three days a week. That's honestly during the off season is when we like we do the most like energy exerted activities, you know, with the team, whether that's weights or practice or conditioning. Um, and then I have school in the morning. So honestly, the off season is pretty packed for me. Yeah. Which, yeah so they kind of they kind of get you guys up to shape. And then yeah. by the time season rolls around, you guys are all peak ability and ready to go. Yeah. And that's when they do the most off days and getting treatment days and stuff like that well it's got to be nice i mean after you're just exhilarated and tired after all these off-season days now you got now you're looking forward to some off days some recovery days and also like your tournament days and your games and so i mean season's got to be super exciting for you guys um so i mean what uh what do you see yourself doing in the future as all this sort of comes together are you seeing yourself staying with volleyball are you seeing yourself branching out what um what do you see yourself doing um i would love to get so i'm studying real estate right now and uh, i would love to get into commercial real estate and eventually get my broker's license um but i also there's a chance that i go overseas and get my masters or just play in a league if i can um and just i had a buddy who just played in uh, finland for a year absolutely dominated he was also a two-time All-American, but uh, um, and now he's going to play in Paris. So it's just stuff like wow. that. Uh, I talked to my dad about it the other day, and I was like, Dad, I don't think I'm, I'll get like a chance to do this ever again. So I think if I have the opportunity, I'm young, I should go and do it. Yeah, international ball is crazy. That, uh, that'd be a wild experience. I mean, something that, yeah, you're, you're right, might not come up again. Like one thing for me, like I guess some people who um, I hear like studying abroad and like that would be like you're studying abroad, but for sports. And I mean, I wish I had the opportunity to come from, I didn't go to a four year, I transferred, but like if I was a sophomore, I'd love to, gosh, I'd love to go to like an Italy or Paris, like a Greece for a semester. That'd be, that'd be awesome. But, um, yeah. So you talked, uh, you talked a little bit about your dad. Um, do you want to talk about what he, uh, what he means to you and 
kind of how he's got you into a lot of what you do? Yeah, um, my dad's definitely my most influential mentor, just person that, that's looked after me my entire life, besides my mom, obviously. But uh, he was just, he was a hard ass growing up on me, on me and my brother. Um, but I definitely realized it was all, it was all love. And, you know, there were times where I was like, man, like, why, why? Like when I was younger, why, why does he have to get so upset about these things? And now it's coming full circle. I'm starting to realize it because now, I'm, I mean, I'm, I don't want to like toot my own horn, but right now I'm doing pretty well, like in college with volleyball, with school, uh, with, you know, my body, with what I want to like diet wise. So, and that's all, that's all my dad. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome to see. I mean, personally, like from you, when you're able to reflect on it and see like what he did and you know, you took it for granted. Like, I mean, I think all of us did. I mean, at some point, whether you pinpick gets small or large, everyone took what their parents told them or tried to help them with for granted and they took it, they took it the wrong way, but that's kind of natural. And I mean, it's as long as, I think it's as long as you see it come full circle, like you said, it's, you can truly realize like what they actually wanted for you. So I think that's something that's huge. I mean, it's something I've definitely noticed. But yeah, so I mean, being so involved in the sport world, is there anything else, any other sports you're involved in? Do you got any favorite athletes? Um, I'd say my favorite athlete is Conor McGregor. I just love the way that he presents himself and his just, his wittiness with the sport and how to get in his opponent's heads and the confidence that that dude brings around. Regardless, win or lose, his confidence levels are always through the roof. He's awesome to watch. I mean, the dude's like a weapon and he's like a marketing king. I mean, the dude will bring promotions anywhere. You can put him in some backyard and he'll he'll bring it to the world. I mean, yeah. it was awesome to see. I mean, even still, like he's putting on shows, but he's not he's not fighting like he used to, obviously, when he was in his young prime. But I mean, it's so awesome to see those guys go up to the big stage. And I mean, especially UFC, like that's a sport that, every young guy likes to watch like everyone likes to see two dudes beat each other up like, yeah exactly. exactly it's only something guys will understand yeah but um i mean yeah gosh conor mcgregor he's an awesome dude and, so and hate him or love him you you got to give him credit for because i know a lot of people that are like oh dude he's so cocky he's so this he says that and i was just like dude he made the ufc as big as it is today if it wasn't oh, yeah. for conor mcgregor it would not be as big as, as it is today Oh, 100%. He took not only his fighting side to it, but he brought like a whole new business side to the UFC. Like he brought so much money in and so many fans into this event. And I mean, selling out crowds. And I remember I, like I never saw him in person, but just like watching, watching these fights like over TV and just seeing how nuts the crowd is going. Like when they call his name, everyone's going insane. And like the media, like press he gets, like after every fight, like any any news he gets, like at weigh-ins, people are just freaking out. It's awesome. So, I mean, that's it's so crazy as someone can carry like that much like credibility and drive. And um, but yeah, so I mean, the UFC is something that's it's always it's always been an amazing sport that people love watching and kind of growing on. But um, yeah, so what uh. What do you enjoy learning about? I know we just talked about the UFC, but what else do you uh, what else do you enjoy learning about? Um, I've been for the last couple of months. I've been doing some research on drop shipping and Amazon F FBA. I don't want to put any money into anything right now because I don't think I'm knowledgeable yet on the topic. But I definitely think that there's a lot of money that can be made there, and with the internet today, I mean it's almost too easy 
like to make money. There are people out there making millions of millions of dollars doing this. So I think that's, that's what I've been kind of researching. Yeah, it's awesome. It's great to kind of put your head in the door and research stuff because I mean, people get too greedy and they want to just throw a bunch of money in something that they don't truly know about and learning about things huge. So Brady actually, Brady Zavorik, he's started to get into animals and FBA stuff and he's in the very beginning stages of it with another one of my buddies, Tyler Zuber. And um, they're kind of starting up this new hobby too and just kind of got out of the research stage and deciding to take a stab at it. But yeah, I mean, e-commerce is crazy. Like the stuff you can do and not only the stuff you can do and the potential wise of it, but also like the learning wise of it. Like everything you can learn, like just say like you never went out and even actually did this, like researching this stuff is so beneficial. Like I've seen so much crossover between stuff like that I just look up on my own versus what I actually do in work versus like what I'm actually learning, like in my marketing classes. Like it's such a full circle and it's crazy to like see all those dots sort of connect because then you're like, oh my gosh, like this stuff is actually like coming together and actually means something and stuff that I learned in school is like actually in real life. So are you, um, exactly. real quick on school. So are you still, um, are you still in GEs or have you started any of your major classes? Um, so I started a couple of my major classes uh accounting and uh economics and business law okay. so those are like the three main ones and then next semester no yes next semester i'm gonna take two real estate classes which i'm i'm super excited about that'll be awesome so where did you find uh your interest in real estate did that kind of strive from anything or did, was that something you've just been interested in and wanted to take it up on I just know that there's a lot of opportunity in real estate, whether it's from the connections or money you can make or just things of that nature. And I know a lot of people that are in it that do very well. And I think that I just love the the, the business side of it and the communications part of it. And I think I'm very a personable person. And I know that that goes into it as well. So, I mean, obviously there are tons of other things that go into it, but that's just the beginning, you know. Oh, yeah. The networking side of real estate's huge. And that's what's so fun. I think it's one of the main industries where it's truly, I mean, you can make money off of just like marketing and all sorts of other things, but like it's truly driven by connections. I mean, so is a lot of other things, but like real estate, I mean, you meet one like wealthy guy and whether it's managing properties or whether you're buying properties for him or just a realtor. I mean, it's, it's insane. Like you make one little connection and that one connection can be crazy for you. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's awesome. So, what um, what is your ultimate goal? Um, ultimate goal is to be, I think, just to be financially set and have a family by like late twenties, early thirties. That's that that is my ultimate goal. And I know there's a lot of things that are going to happen in between that, and a lot of stuff that I'm going to need to do. But that is my ultimate end goal. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Everyone loves a good family man, right? Exactly. Yeah. All right. So um, after sports, so I know we talked a little bit about your um, backup plan. You're wanting to get into real estate. And I know we talked about maybe some internship opportunities. So what um, what does that look like? When are you wanting to maybe do internships after sports or when you're off in the summer? Is that something you could even squeeze in? Yeah. So the summer we're off completely. Uh, there's nothing. There's no mandatory uh things that we have to go to for volleyball so i'm thinking about doing an internship next summer um and i have a couple connections that i'm able to uh you know go through so 
that that's my plan for next summer. Yeah, and I think I think being an athlete, I mean, people have uh people have seen this and people love hiring athletes. I mean, like the drive and passion they bring like behind what they do and like their teamwork and creativity skills. I've heard that from a lot of different like employers as well that I've talked to is like they look for athletes and they love like having athletes on it just because they've learned those skills already and it starts them off great because they don't have a lot of the actual industry skills so they have no bad habits but they have all sorts of creativity and all sorts of like want and passion and so that's that's a big thing that i've heard for some employers too so you can definitely use that to your advantage yeah so um what opportunities can your sport um lead into i know you talked about going overseas what um so is that is that something how recent could that actually be? Is that something that's after college? Yeah, so that would be after. Um, I've had a couple of buddies who have went to overseas and gotten their master's. So I'm I'm still thinking about it. Like I haven't really talked to my uh, coach about it yet. I just talked to those guys that have done it, and um, that's definitely an like a potential opportunity that I would love to take up because it would just be a year, and it would be in a different place, different country, and I think that would be awesome. And I'd still yeah, be playing be volleyball cool. as well. So. Yeah, it's kind of the best of every world, right? Yeah. That'd be super cool. So I got to ask you, so many people in their sports get ended by, I mean, one of the big three things, you got injury, burning out, or simply not having the athletic skills. What um what obstacles do you think you've run into having um that you've had to overcome or maybe can see yourself having to overcome in the future? Burnt out, man. I just, I mean, I know I'm only 19 and I've only been through two seasons, but it it honestly takes a lot getting up every day and doing the same thing over and over and over again. Um, so yeah, I definitely, I've definitely ran into that just being burnt out. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, that's, I feel like everyone kind of gets that and they, they fall into their passion. I mean, if you truly love it, you'll fall back into it. And I think people need to know that is if you really like something, you can't force it, it'll come back to you. Mm. And if it's something that is just taking too much time, then, you have to move on and pivot, right? I mean, there's no, there's really no right answer. No, you shouldn't put yourself through just so much, just energy that isn't needed. But I'm glad that, um, I'm glad that you found kind of a good stride and now you're in this great schedule. So that's great to hear. So, um, yeah. So overall, are you, are you happy with where you're at right now? Yeah. I mean, I love it. I love, I love Northridge. It's kind of like my second home now. And, uh, I mean, I'm close to everything. I'm three hours from Clovis, uh, an hour or 30 minutes, the closest beach, two hours to San Diego. I'm just kind of right in the middle of everything. And, uh, yeah, I, I really love it. That's awesome. That's great to hear. So, um, what do you hope to accomplish in your near future? Um, I would love, I would love to win a national championship. Um, you know, obviously that's easier said than done, but that would be a goal for, for, uh, for volleyball or to get an all-american honor i think that would be awesome as well i just gotta i just gotta keep grinding yeah for sure so how does that work how does how do you get that all-american honor um honestly it's just throughout the season how well your statistics have been um i mean i think they take into account like leader wise stuff like that and are you leading your team to victories and uh things of that nature you just kind of got to be, a, yeah. you just got to be a dog in that sense with when it comes to the statistics and everything though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So best, 
best of luck on that as well. And um, before we wrap it up here, where um, where can people find you online? I'll I'll definitely include some of like your LinkedIn in the description of this as well. But is there anywhere that you have off the top of your head they can find you? Yeah, um, I'm on Instagram at Conovan Donstable. I switched the C and the D, my first and last name, and then just at Donovan Constable on LinkedIn and Facebook. Yeah, so I'll definitely I'll definitely include that in the bottom as well. But before we go, is there anything you'd like to promote or tell people as kind of an ending statement? Honestly, just just work your ass off and work hard and things will come your way. Awesome. Well, it was great having you on, Donovan. I really I really enjoyed our time here. It's great catching up with you as always. And I'm glad I'm we can continue talking and talk through the season. I'm just glad we were able to get you on here, man. Yeah, I appreciate it, Braden. Have a good one, man. All right. It was great having Donovan on the show. It's awesome to hear someone who's in volleyball and someone who's working hard. And I don't have a lot of friends who are playing volleyball at a college level. So it's great to hear about what he's up to. And I'm excited to see what he has to come and best of luck on his game. And now we have the company of the week. Company of the week is Free Tax USA. I know tax season just passed on the 18th, but Free Tax USA is a site where you're able to file your taxes. For free federally, zero dollars to file federally. It's very easy. I found it easier to do, way easier than TurboTax and way easier than H&R Block. In each state, filing is only fourteen ninety nine. So my filing fees were only about thirty dollars, which is awesome. I know TurboTax and H&R Block both cost more than that, so it was great to be able to do it way quicker and way cheaper. But uh, that's all we have for today. I want to thank everyone for listening. You can follow us on social media at cobbles.corner on Instagram. Send any emails to cobblescorner at gmail.com. And we'll see you next Sunday.